there. I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another episode of T4C. If you're interested in breaking into the nonprofit world while keeping a hand in the corporate world and you like building partnerships, then this is the episode for you. But before I introduce you to Scott Williams, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's our weekly newsletter that goes out on Mondays, and it gives you an overview of the episodes and the guests we're going to be dropping that week. And it is really easy to sign up. Just go to the Time for Coffee homepage at time, the number four coffee.org, and the sign up box is right there. In the meantime, just scroll down a little bit and you can check out all the other episodes of T4C that we've dropped to date. They're actually organized by career. So just click on the box that most interests you to find the relevant professionals in that career track. Now, my friends, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest is Scott Williams, a senior corporate partnerships and product manager at Global Giving, a nonprofit that connects other nonprofits, donors, and companies in nearly every country on the largest global crowdfunding platform. Scott, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? I am. Thanks so much for having me, Andrea. It's my pleasure. So, Scott, let us jump right into the 10 espresso shots. The first shot, what entry-level jobs are available to young people who are eager to break into the nonprofit world? I think internships and fellowships are probably the best way to get into the social sector and especially development. Uh, With tight budgets and constrained resources, nonprofits often want a unicorn candidate. And so they're looking for people that have experience that they gain through these internships and fellowships. But I would also caveat that by saying you shouldn't settle for an unpaid internship. Lots of nonprofits and and, uh, social good companies are, are now paying their interns these days. So don't work for free. Okay. Well, I hope the Time for Coffee interns are plugging their ears right now because at this stage of the game, I can't pay them, but great advice, Scott. Absolutely. (laughs) What is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the young people that you hire at Global Giving? I think it really depends on the role we're hiring for. But overall, I'd say that global giving is a place where adaptable people really shine. You can't want to work at a place that is trying to disrupt international aid and philanthropy and be complacent or set in your ways. So I'd say adaptability is probably the the biggest thing I look for in a candidate. And how does that manifest in your opinion? I think it it comes out in the way they answer questions that are situational and how they've reacted to a challenge that that they've been faced with. I think that it comes out a bit as to the the types of jobs that they've been involved in or experiences that they've had in the past. So I think a lot of it is is a bit of a gut, but I I try to to get some tangible answers out of them in, in interview questions while I can. Got it. Scott, is someone's major a deciding factor to get into your profession. In other words, if they haven't studied fill in the blank, it's a deal breaker. I personally don't see it as a deal breaker at all. I don't have a a background in international development. 
And I think that it's more about how you sell your your experience and your education as and how it's going to relate and impact the organization that you're looking to work for. Uh, so I don't see it see majors as as a really important guidepost for how an employee will fare at a specific organization. I think it's a lot more about their experience. What about a graduate school degree, and less so? obviously, for the entry-level positions, more so for those who really want to get to the top of the totem pole. I know that you have a grad school degree from Thunderbird School of Global Management. Yeah, that's right. And I think graduate degrees certainly help. And especially in a place like Washington, D.C., where that's rife with master's degrees and social sector jobs. And so I think there are you see a lot of people with graduate degrees in these sorts of positions. But I still feel like experience wins out at the end of the day, and particularly in the nonprofit space. So that leads me to my next question, Scott. What kind of life experiences do you think are most useful for someone starting out in this field? Absolutely. My answer is travel. I think that traveling, especially abroad, provides so many intangible benefits that you can't learn whether you have a master's degree or not. I think it helps you understand cultures and makes you empathetic and it exposes you to really amazing and really sad and life-changing experiences. And particularly in our case, we work with incredible incredible community leaders changing their, their communities around the world every day. And I don't know how you relate to them or understand the work they're doing unless you've ever met someone like them. As somebody who was bitten by a travel bug when I was probably still in the womb, I totally get that and love <laughs> it. I think getting out of the United States and into other cultures and countries is one of the best things you can do. So I agree 100%. Scott, what for you is the best part of being in this profession? I get to work with corporate partners to to plan and implement their programs that impact nonprofits all over the world. And so the best part is getting feedback from nonprofits about the impact a grant or a donation or a series of employee donations has had on their work. And in fact, last week, I received an email from one nonprofit who received a grant from a corporate partner that fully funded a project that they had been fundraising for. And to say that that nonprofit was ecstatic is a total understatement. They were floored by the the generosity and, and the ability to, to do the work that they are you know setting out to do. Where does that Good. nonprofit work? Uh, this one particularly was in Argentina. Mm. So they, uh, they are very excited to be supported by this corporate partner. So the flip side, Scott, because every job, every career has aspects that we don't love. What is the part of your current job as a senior corporate partnerships and product manager that sucks the most? This is a very operational answer, but it has to be logging my time every month. We we track how we use our time so that we know how to allocate resources appropriately on programs and, and projects and uh, know where we financially stand with those things. And logging my time is just the bane of my existence. <laughs> so I, I would definitely say that that's my least favorite part of this job. I worked in the consulting world for a couple of years, and I hated it too. (laughs) It's no fun. Scott, what is the best career advice you've ever gotten? 
I think it would have to be someone, this was a, a grad school peer of mine told me once that even if I find the perfect job, if the culture isn't a perfect fit or even a, a really good fit, you'll never fully succeed. And I think that's been a really important perspective for me. And it was definitely advice I took to heart. I had, I've worked in places where I didn't fit in the culture and I, I really, you know, wanted to make sure that I found a place post-grad school where, where that would not be the case. And so fortunately I found Global Giving, which is, is a, a really, I think it's as close to perfect uh, fit culturally as I, I could have found. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Scott, what movies, if any, or Hulu, Netflix, Amazon series, or fiction books, do you think accurately depict this profession? This might be a stretch, but bear with me. I am going to say Moana. Um, and the reason I think is that Moana set out on this journey to help her people and go through these challenges and kind of met up with this godlike person along the way. And there were challenges and struggles and all of that. But in the end, things worked out. They, they did really good work together and found out a lot about themselves in the process. And I think it relates to especially my job in, you know, I set out with corporate partners to do these, these projects. They have an idea and we help them execute them. And we, you know, have challenges along the way and we learn and teach things all the time to each other. And at the end of the project, I have never walked away from one of those projects feeling unfulfilled or energized by what we've accomplished together. And I think that that Moana is probably the best way that I can I can explain the kind of journey that we go on together. I love that. If only every place we worked in the nonprofit world had Lin-Manuel Miranda writing some beautiful <laughs> lyrics to go with our day-to-day job, right? I would love a soundtrack to, yeah. <laughs> Final espresso shot, Scott. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about this profession? I think that this is a very recent example, but I think that 99% of donors that contribute to nonprofits are really incredible people. But th- there is a tiny fraction that are just extra challenging and just last week, we had one donor show up at our office to, I'm air quoting, uh, surprise audit us. We are a very open and, and excitable you know, environment to meet new people and, and especially donors. And so we gladly showed them around and answered all of their questions. But I, I just imagine if every donor was to do that to Global Giving, we'd never be able to work towards the, our mission. And I also try to compare it to other entities in the world. And I, I wonder what would happen if a person who owned 10 shares of a stock in a company showed up to surprise audit a, a for-profit company. And so it's interesting to, to understand the donor dynamic uh, as it relates to nonprofits. And I think for me, that was the biggest surprise coming into working in, in this field. That is a big one. And for those Java junkies who want to hear more about Scott's day job and what he does as senior corporate partnerships and product manager at Global Giving, you should check out the longer T4C interview with him, which dropped in December. Scott, I want to say a huge thanks for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. I really enjoyed talking with you. It's been great. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 
24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.